Good morning, everyone. I want to share a thought with you this morning concerning the temptation of the devil to sow the seed of doubt in your life. I had a thought a few weeks ago, just simply this. When the devil sows a seed of doubt, he never misses a chance to water it. Looking in the word into the book of Genesis, chapter number three, we find in the first five verses the temptation of the serpent. The Bible says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. The first three verses of this, this scripture, you find that the devil begins cultivating a Christian's heart by questioning God's word. He, he poses the question, Hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? He begins by making Eve or putting the thought of Eve's into Eve's mind a temptation to think about what God had said, to kind of ponder what God said. And when the devil puts questioning thoughts about the word of God into our hearts, you'll find that he will quickly begin to put uh, misuse the words of God to us. And he just begins by cultivating a Christian's heart by questioning God's word. And so he, he can't just come in and sow that seed. He wants us to get to thinking about what God has said. This is where people get off on track about what God's word says and get off track about uh, the thoughts of God's word and the truth of God's word because he, he begins cultivating it and begins making us think, didn't God say this or didn't God say that? Uh, it's just like you'll hear people concerning alcohol. Well, Jesus turned water to wine. Um, and they'll use that out of context in a means of uh, trying to push forward a lifestyle of, of alcohol abuse, essentially, and they'll try to justify it. I have done that in my own life um, when I've been tempted uh, with that in my earlier days and, and thinking, well, Jesus turned water to wine, but then we uh, forget to recall where Jesus says in Proverbs that, or where the word says in Proverbs that wine is a mocker. And so we, we contextually will take part of the scripture and apply it to us. And essentially, uh, Satan, Satan is coming here. This serpent is coming to her and he is putting us that, that cultivation of, of doubt in her mind and questioning God's word. And so he begins the conversation by saying, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And then in verse 4 it says, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. And so he plants the seed of doubt. He, he creates a question in her mind about what God's word says. And then he plants the seed of doubt in her heart try, by changing the word. He says, uh, although God might have told you you'll die, but he says, ye shall surely not die. Then in verse 5, it says, For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, 
and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And the reality of this is that uh, you see back into chapter 2, uh, verse number uh, 24, it says, Therefore sh shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. In verse 25, it says, And they were both naked, and man and his wife, and were not ashamed. And so um, during this time, uh, even back in chapter number 2 in verse 15, And the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him help me for him. And so uh, so he makes Eve after this, and we see that, that they bring it together. They come together in, in marriage, and they do not realize the nakedness of one another. And so the devil tells Eve, you know, ye shall not surely die. And he says, in verse 5, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So the nakedness that they didn't see and they weren't ashamed of there in verse uh, number 25, they weren't ashamed of it. Let's see down into ver verse 6 in chapter 3 what takes place. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to, to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and, the sewed fig and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves apron, aprons. And so we see this transition from the, the fact that they were naked, they weren't ashamed, they hadn't been revealed sin into their eyes. They haven't seen sin. They haven't uh, seen disobeyment, uh, what it meant to disobey God. And they, this was opened up to them when they took part of this fruit of this tree. God told them to stay away from it. But the devil comes in and he cultivates their heart, or cultivates the heart of Eve by questioning God's word. He plants the seed of doubt by changing the word. He said, you're not going to die if you, if you eat from this tree, but rather your eyes will be open. Uh, you'll be as gods and you'll know good and evil. Uh, and he fertilizes and he waters the seed that he plants it. And what my thought is today is that when he sows a seed of doubt in your life, he will never miss a chance to water it. Um, he's going to cultivate you by uh, putting doubt about what God says. He's going to try to make you take uh, God's word out of context. He's wanting to trip you up by only giving half the truth uh, when he might say to you, well, uh, have you thought about this? Have you looked at it this way? He might put a seed of doubt in your mind. He, he might plant that seed uh, that you would doubt God's word. Well, well, God doesn't really mean it that way. Or like we said, uh, Jesus turned water to wine. So, you know, it, it's okay for you to just do whatever you want to do as far as uh, alcohol is concerned. Or it's okay, uh, you know, with, with fornication. It's okay for you to uh, to live with this person. It's oh God, you know, God's not going to condemn you. It's not going to kill you uh, doing it. And, and that's what he tells to Eve is he says, 
you won't die if you eat from this tree. And while uh, they ate of the fruit, they didn't immediately die. Uh, God's plan, I believe, without the fruit that they ate um, in the garden was that they would have been beings, eternal beings, on the uh, in Eden uh, of an earthly nature. Uh, essentially, they would would have been immortal creatures. But when they took the fruit, because the devil he cultivated their hearts, he planted the seed of doubt, and he fertilized and he watered that seed. It grew and it sprung forth doubt in their lives. And they doubted what God said. And Eve, uh, she took part of the fruit. And Adam, he rolls in and he just, he, hey, my, my wife's cooking for me. Uh, he just eats what she was eating. And, uh, and he falls into sin as well. And they realize their nakedness. Their eyes were opened, but it wasn't revealed to any greater knowledge. It, it wasn't revealed into any kind of uh, um, uh, deeper knowledge of God, but rather it, was, it created and opened their eyes to rebellion. It created and opened their eyes to sin. And it created and opened their eyes ultimately to death. Uh, yes, as God told them, that they would die if they ate that fruit. It doesn't mean they die the very moment they ate of the fruit, but they became a fleshly creature that would meet an end in an earthly death. So when the devil sows a, de- a seed of doubt in your life, he will never miss a chance to water it. Be careful. Make sure that he's not trying to cultivate your heart and and make preparations to plant that seed of doubt, causing you to question God's word. Make sure that he's not actively sowing doubt in your mind about what God says um, and gives you truth in your life. And uh, make sure that you're not letting him water and fertilize that seed of doubt that he's placed in your life. And so we use this example of a farmer and a and a, a shepherd very often, but I believe it's because God's word does as well. Uh, we can see that scripturally. And so watch out that a devil's not cultivating, that he's not planting, and that he's not fertilizing the seed of doubt that he placed in your heart today. It's a fitting uh, thought this morning. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you take it today and have a wonderful day. Uh, we're recording these thoughts about the farmer from uh, the Boyd Farm uh, studio here in Leicester. And uh, I'm home today and, and, and preparing these messages for the upcoming week and uh, getting ready to record some of these podcast episodes. And that thought came to my heart in the past couple of weeks. When the devil sows a, a seed of doubt, he never misses a chance to water it. Turn to God. Turn to God. Turn to what God says for you in your life. He had told, he, uh, he had told them that the fruit of that tree, it's no good. It's not for you to partake in. And there's things in this world that we shouldn't entertain and things we shouldn't partake in. Just remember, don't let the devil cultivate, don't let the devil plant, and don't let the devil water those seeds of doubt in your heart today. Thank you.